You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. So E3. That was my live reaction to E3. That was how you felt. Wasn't Lance's live reaction to E3? Oh my god, he hated everything. So that's is that new? I love I love our friend Lance, but he usually doesn't like things. Oh, he 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 did not like like this. You should have you should listen to Coffee Out Delete if you want to hear Lance hate everything for an hour and fifteen minutes. Holy shit! Um, no, 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 no. Fuck that. I want to talk to. We got a lot to talk about, so Tons. I'm just going to dive in. I didn't even set the timer. It doesn't matter because this is going to take for fucking ever. Yeah, we got to go quick. So E3 was this last week, and yep. everybody knows what E3 is. Uh, I just want to dive in, Tom. To you had some points you wanted to talk to. I had a couple things, and then maybe everybody will chime in. But I'm just going to start kicking some of this to you because I don't. I'm not as familiar. But before we get into the top of this, I want to add to the front Xbox. What's their new Xbox called? Okay, so there's two. They announced two. Well, oh, I thought it was just one. I well, thought it was the slim one. Right, but then they also announced Project Scorpio. Okay, which, I wasn't counting that as a console. It, I think it is. We don't really know what it is, but it's something coming out holiday 2017. Or maybe VR? I think it's or? similar to what PlayStation, although they didn't announce it at E3, they've kind of leaked what they're doing, where it's like an addition to the console where it can support the 4K you mean the, the VR so, stuff? The Sega 32X? So that's like a rumor because the uh, PlayStation VR comes out on October 13th. Um, but I, I, what I think this is is going to be some kind of like – it's going to be a super-powered Xbox that will be able to replicate VR. It's got to like, be some kind of VR thing because they're not going to have a new console this early. No, it, it's going to be an Xbox One, but it's Project Scorpio will be like an Xbox One with like some kind of VR thing. I think it's going to be an Xbox One and a half with a VR capability. Yeah, like it's going to just have beefy, beefy. It's got all we know about it is it has six teraflops of processing power. You love saying that. I love it. It's the best. What the fuck's a have, teraflop? So nobody really a tera. So nobody knows. <laughs> one teraflop is one trillion floating point calculations per second. Jesus. Christ. In computing, so. The Sky I looked, yeah, it. and so the NVIDIA GTX 1070 is 6.5 teraflops of computing power. So this is about a GTX 1070 video card, whatever it is. Okay, I think you lost this, but it's, it's just huge. it's gonna have it's a big. really high end video. So like for our VR PC at work, we had to get a 980, a 980. So like a 
fuck, that was I think that was the it's bulk got, of the cost of our computer. Yeah, it sure. was like five six hundred bucks of the computer was that card, and so I think this is probably going to be an Xbox One with just like a souped up vid card. Like it's going to have a super high end video card in it so that it can handle. It's going to upscale pre existing games. Yep, and that's 2017. Yeah, holiday 2017. But the bigger one is that they announced the Xbox One S, which is 40 percent smaller, comes out in August. Starts at three hundred bucks and is a four K Blu Ray player. I wonder if the power brick is going to be sixty percent larger. Probably. That's what happened with the Xbox Three Sixty. Well, fuck the Xbox One. That thing is massive. It's so big. It is the so and the loud. I so when I was living at my brick. dad's, I had the Xbox on like auto on, so I could just say Xbox on, and the fan was so loud. I just unplugged it every night because the fan <laughs> for the power supply was so loud yeah. that I could hear it over the fucking stream out back it's like a jet engine man and that's it'll be interesting to see what they do but that was that was like their big announcement xbox has some pretty cool stuff but i thought the xbox one was awesome so the xbox one's tiny it's the gonna be currently it's the cheapest 4k dvd player there is yeah yeah which sounds uh sounds like a selling point by itself yeah and honestly they didn't use that as a selling point no and they, their conference was not that good, and it's really depressing because they had good stuff to talk about it, to talk about, but like the way it was presented was like fucky. Like again, Sony came out and just beat the shit out of them, and it was because like Microsoft came out and talked, and then they showed a really kick-ass trailer, and then they talked again, and then they showed a really kick-ass trailer, and then they announced the uh, the One S stuff, and then they showed a really kick-ass trailer. Like they, it had this weird ebb and flow. Where it felt like they were trying to put a marketing spin on it, and it didn't work as well because they had good stuff. I mean, Scalebound being four-player cooperative, fucking dragon riding cooperative battles. The demo was super, super sick. Um, Gears of War Four looks fucking incredible. Prey coming out from Bethesda that's going to be on the Xbox and the PS4. Like there was so much stuff. So what? Um, I want to dig more into some of those titles individually, okay. but wait. wait. You still didn't even finish talking about the Xbox Slim. That's what, yeah. Before we get into that, like the Slim. So it's going to be, there's going to be three models. Um, it'll be 300 bucks for, hold on, let me pull my little thing up. So it'll be 300 bucks for, I want to say, 500 gigs. And then you can get a terabyte for 350 or and two terabytes for 400. And I then think? you also, the new controllers are Bluetooth. Yes. And so and you, uh, you can get, design your own. They have like an Xbox yep. controller store where you can design your own colors and everything. And then it's Bluetooth, which I don't think people realized. Oh, yeah. So I can just connect it to my PC. And that I was... can just connect it to my iPhone or my mm-hmm. Mac. And that's different because the current Xbox One controllers, you can just connect to your Windows 10 PC, but you have to use a USB cable. So this is moving wireless to most of your devices. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if those new fancy controllers will work on the new console. The, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Elites Scorpio. or whatever they're called. Uh, they announced a new version of the Elite. Um, coming out it's the gears of war version so i'm sure that it will thank you so much for the autoplay advertisement fuck you bgr um (laughs) so yeah pretty cool and it's gonna be great um okay well i i was uh already interested but i'm definitely gonna buy one now so i can watch these 4k fucking ghostbuster dvds or blu-rays i bought yeah and and i think like too for me i don't have a 4k tv yet but eventually i probably will right and so that's a good investment yeah, that's where everything is moving towards. So I kind of want to split this up. Do what you want to do. Uh, let's let's cover Xbox and things that maybe stood out to you for Xbox, and then okay. jump over to PlayStation. Cool. So, so Xbox and their games. So stuff that stood out to me for Xbox, the most important announcement they made, in my opinion, above everything else, was Xbox Anywhere. 
Okay, what's that? So this is essentially what I believe to be the beginning of Xbox as a software platform and not as a console game, a okay. gaming system. So Xbox Anywhere, most of the games coming out going forward are playable when you buy them digitally on Xbox One and PC. Hmm. So you buy it, you get it in two spots as long as you're running Windows 10. This is... It's, awesome. It's genius. It's so smart. And That's what we've t- wanted Nintendo to do or these other consoles. Like, just yeah. you buy it once. And you keep cheers. playing it. And it makes the backwards compatibil- compatibility argument almost moot, right? Because it's there. It works. And it makes playing with your friends easier. You know, I have friends that are always like, oh, man, I would totally play Gears of War with you if it was on PC. And then you wait five years for the PC port to come out. And by that time, the console people don't give a shit anymore. Gears of War 4, day one, PC, Xbox One. Are the games themselves compatible? Mm-hmm. Like if you played oh, X disc- amount of levels on Xbox One and then switched to yes. PC, your progression so saved? using cloud save, it'll transfer between both. That's yep. pretty cool. Now, you can only play on one at a time, though, because they're digital purchases, so you have to be signed in. Yeah. But still, like for me, Killer Instinct is the first thing that came to mind. I own Killer Instinct on my Xbox. All my friends that want to play it with me, same as Gears of War, they're like, oh, yeah, if it was on PC, I'd totally fucking play it. Now it's just a moot point. We can all just play it together. Huh. And I can um, see that being like where you've got people like Lance that jump yep. between consoles if you jump between PC and Xbox, yep. having your stats all there. It's your, all your there. Progression. Um, you know, and the games they announced that are doing Xbox Anywhere, I wish I would have listed them, but like uh, I think Scalebound, Forza, Gears of War 4, Killer Instinct, um, and most of the new releases going forward, ReCore, which looks awesome. Hmm. Um it's all gonna be that way. So that's super great. That's huge. And in my mind, this is step one to eventually you know, if you don't have a gaming PC or you don't have an iPad, you decide to buy an Xbox console, right? And you play it. Or, hey, you know what? Just put the Xbox app on your iPad Pro and buy our games and play it. Sure. Or, just, or and especially if the controller is Bluetooth. And ex- maybe, exactly. Exactly. Because so they don't make money off the console. They make almost nothing off the console. They cost too much to produce. Yeah, so it's just a way to expand their market very easily. Or, hey, buy it on your Microsoft Surface, which you're actually doing really well. Or buy it on your laptop or your MacBook or whatever, and go buy an Xbox controller and play games. Mm-hmm. And so that is a way, in my mind, they can push the future forward, and I hope it turns out that way. Because well, at least it opens so the sick. door for them that if they needed to jettison from console... And that's yeah. the hard part I have. And there were a couple this time, but there's no, there's not like a stark line between Xbox and PlayStation as far as the majority of games that nope. are being played all the time. Sure, yep. you get your Uncharted or like we've got God the Spider Man game or mm-hmm. God of War, and then you've got your Halo. But for the most part, it's the same console. Yep. The reason I, I get, you know, why people give Nintendo hell about different things, but the reason I keep buying Nintendo is because their games are games I want to play and they're only there. Right. And that's why they, they sell is, those. Yeah, which is also why they're. The Wii U is a failure and they're struggling because of that culture. And it's not, it's the culture of the gaming world, but they need to open that culture up and make it better. Because the problem is, is when games go cross platform, Nintendo fails. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, well, they don't, they don't pick up that third party game. They exactly. don't have the ability to carry that. And that um, causes them problems in the long run, I think. But so, what other stuff with Xbox stood um, out to you? Gears of War 4 looks super sick. Yeah. Um, Gears of War is an amazing trilogy. You can talk shit on all you want. The multiplayer people always seem to have an opinion about it. The story in Gears of War trilogy is fucking awesome. It is absolutely amazing. And Gears 4 looks super cool. So uh, I understand it looks super cool. Mm-hmm. But what about it is like making you like, yeah, I want to pick it, this up. Is it just because it's, it's Gears it's, of War? It's Gears of War, yeah. There, was I there mean, anything can, specific about it that stood no, out? No, it just looks like they're finally giving us another Gears of War. I like the idea that there's a female protagonist. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, okay. That's um, neat. 
I don't know that it's like a thing, but it's neat that they're willing to do that. Um, I'm sure they're going to plan a lot of tropes. Like Marcus Phoenix shows up for a second in it, and it's like a similar story where she's, I think, hunting for her mother. But it's just cool to see that franchise carrying on. Is all it is. There's no real other reasons. Like they don't, they didn't show enough about it to say, oh, because of this or because of this. It's simply because it's Gears of War four. Okay, well that makes sense. Um, what other Xbox titles got you ramped up? Anything? Uh, I mean, I think Titanfall two. Uh, I did. I did catch uh, <laughs> that they had that, but I didn't watch any of the trailers. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they really, they showed a little bit of multiplayer, uh, which looked great. It's the same rock solid multiplayer from the first Titanfall, uh, with some new weapons, some new classes, some new mechs or Titans, if you will. Um, but then it's also going to have a fleshed out single player campaign. Well, and Titanfall was a lot of fun on its own. And that I think was the biggest gripe that anybody had was the the single player campaign wasn't a campaign. It was just a playlist for multiplayer. Yep. And it's cool that they're actually putting a campaign in and based on what they saw in the story, I'm pretty sure they're going to iron giant us. So yeah. Yeah. Just based on that promo, Mm -hmm. like they give like the Titans, like must defend the pilot at all costs. Uh, And this pilot and the Titan got, they weren't supposed to be paired, but they had no other choice. And so, the Titans command protocols were like, well, if we're going to survive, I have to pair to this person. And so then they become friends because they're not supposed to. And you know, they're going to fucking kill this Titan and break everyone's heart. But that's cool that they're, they, they took that feedback and they're trying to do a decent campaign for the second game. Yep. Cause I, I really enjoyed playing that. I don't think I ever played it with you, but I know Nick ended up playing it. it, I think maybe not. I know I played it with Tyson Mm -hmm. and Chris a little bit. It's a fun game. That's a good, that's one thing that the Xbox, I was stoked to play. Um, um, the other thing, there's a game called, um, it was like a pirate MMO, Sea of Thieves. It actually looks really fun. Hmm. I'm sure it won't be when it actually comes out, but all the demo <laughs> stuff looked really, really great. Um, the other thing I was pretty stoked on, um, where the hell is it? Um, well, that's not really, P- that's PC and, console. oh, um, so the Xbox Live updates. Yeah. So looking for group. So say you want to play Battlefront. Instead of going into Battlefront and trying to find your buddies and go, from your Xbox inter- from your Xbox menu, you would go to looking for group. Say, I'm looking for three more people at this level or this skill level to play Battlefront with. Or Destiny. Or Destiny. Great. And it'll find all those people, get you into a party, and then you'll go into the game. That's that's pretty huge. It's amazingly huge. Like If they can take and use this to make matchmaking the same for all games and good, mm-hmm. that's like 40% of the multiplayer problem. Yeah. Like... Having shitty multiplayer experiences between Destiny and then Halo and then Battlefield and then Call of Duty, like if it's all the same, then all the developers have to focus on is making the fucking game good. Well, and the matchmaking of the skill levels rather than... Because yeah. the, the problem you have is people just dropping the fuck out. Yep. Um. Okay. So just a lot of... Up, like I feel like a lot of hardware updates coming out of Microsoft and a few games. They showed ReCore again, which is still coming. That's the one where it's kind of like bionic commando but with robots and you take the cores and reprogram them and shit yeah kind of like dude i platformer wall like, i love my xbox man like it's my tv now mm-hmm. it's how we watch network tv it's your hbo your it's netflix completely replaced my piece of shit roku like i, I use the shit out of it and i don't game with it that much when well, you got plex on it which is yeah super i got nice. plex on it i've got espn on it that's how i've been watching the um all of you are going to stare at me more so than you are now. That's how I've been watching all of the uh, the Euro Cup going on right now. Oh, I've been. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and how. Copa America. Yeah. Right there with you. Um, so I can't get the Copa, but I have. I've been logged into my dad's ESPN through Comcast, and I've been watching all the games on that. 
So when I was working from home yesterday, I just pulled that up. And it's so nice to just do all that. And that's the thing is like as an entertainment system, the Xbox outperforms every other console in that vein. The problem is they're just struggling to capture the gaming market, I feel like. I don't feel like they have like Titanfall is cool as somebody that owns a console, but they don't have anything special. Right. For gaming. Even Halo Five, which was fun, was not that special yet. Like it was okay. And it's like, hey, this is your like this is the reason I bought the original Xbox was Halo Two. I bought an Xbox, three controllers, so, and an Xbox Live subscription so I could buy Halo 2 and play with my friends. Halo 5 isn't that anymore. Well, first-person shooters, I would argue, in general, aren't like the console sellers. Like mm-hmm. It's moving away from that. Right. And I mean, and even like the biggest shooter out right now is Overwatch, and that's on everything. Literally. Literally, Literally everything, everything, and it's selling billions of copies, I'm sure. Because it's Blizzard. Yeah, because Blizzard just does good things. So I have no interest in I, playing it. That's why that's, I'm pretty stoked at some point. Yeah, that, that's the other reason I believe that they need to move Xbox to a software platform and not to hardware because then the gaming market can get captured. Do you think that I, because I have a Windows 10 VM, Mm -hmm. do you think I could sign into the Xbox app on the Windows 10 VM and play? Yep. We're going to try and experiment. You should be able to, I've done it. Like You can remote play your games on your laptop from your computer and it'll run on your Xbox with all the processing and send it over your wireless to your laptop. I just need a controller that'll work with my MacBook. Mm Mm-hmm. And with the Windows 10 VM, you should just be able to plug in your Xbox One controller because the drivers are part of Windows 10. Interesting. Yep. And that's the thing is I've played games using that remote play on my 10-year-old MacBook at 60 frames a second, 1080p, with no lag because the Xbox is handling all the processing. I've done it with Steam and I've done it with the Xbox app. This is more reason to upgrade my old personal MacBook Mm -hmm. like we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, it's it's pretty cool. But So that's basically the Microsoft conference. A couple new games, new hardware and features. And then a lot of mystery around Project Scorpio. So, PlayStation stuff. Yeah. Um, what's this game? No Man's Sky. Everybody keeps talking about, right? Can I yeah, just yeah. be the one to say that's not going to live up to any expectations? Oh, dude, and it's you're not the bomb. only one that thinks that. And I'm still going to buy it, and I'm still going to play it, and it's going to let us all down. You're never going to find anyone else in it. Yeah. Well, it's going to let me down like a girl with daddy issues, man. It's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to disappoint the fuck out of me. Uh. Okay. So, what about God of War? Four. Do you think that's so, going to disappoint you, or is no, that going to be worthwhile? I think it'll be good. Uh, God of War 4. So this is... Did anybody play God of War 3? I'm going to spoil it right now. Have at it, man. So God of War 3, you you destroy Olympus and kill everything. Like, the end of God of War 3, you're like, fuck everything. Fuck this house. Fuck this mountain. Fuck these people. And it ends with, like, Kratos looking out over the world, which is just gone. Because he's killed the gods and the titans, and everything's dead now because of Kratos. Like, he's ended civilization. Um, and so this is like, that's all coming back and it looks like this is all rebranding and I'm not sure where the story falls in, but you're like, there's this kid and this kid is like being nurtured by some voice who's like kind of gruff with him and it pulls out and it's Kratos, like old man fucking Viking Kratos. Um, so it's like move the story forward. First of all, Sony's presentation, they had a fucking pit orchestra playing all the soundtracks for all of their trailers live. That's pretty awesome. People were coming out to the pit orchestra. They were queuing shit in. It was epic, but it looks beautiful. It looks completely insane. Uh, the combat is way cinematic and just dramatic. Um, the stuff they showed, you're fighting like the normal kind of come out of hell little dudes, and then you're fighting like this giant fucking ogre, and like you're trying to like take him down and make the kid kill him to teach the kid to take his first life. Uh, it just looks awesome. It just looks grandiose and intense like God of War should be. Um. On, I, they don't really talk about where it falls in or if it's like 
because Kratos already had a family, right? That's where he became the ghost of Sparta was he was a Spartan warrior. His family gets killed uh, during time of war, and he sells his soul to the gods to save his family and gets tricked by the gods, which then leads him to go through the three games and end up destroying all the gods. Um, so I'm not sure if this is a new... I'm assuming this is a new family that he has now made somehow, or this could... Because they've already done prequel stuff. But they don't give too much on the timeline. Interesting. So, uh, did Xbox drop some new hardware stuff? Did PlayStation have some hardware stuff? Nope. They announced their stuff not that long ago, though. They didn't really announce it. It was like a leak, and they just kind of said, yeah, that might be a thing, and haven't followed up too hard on it. And I don't think they need to. I was just curious. Yeah, no. I mean, PlayStation, that was the difference. PlayStation came out, and it was trailer, 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 trailer. Like, that's all they did was trailers wall to wall. See, and I don't, um, the E3, that sounds awesome, because the E3 in general, old dudes getting up <clears throat> and trying to use right. catchphrases to talk about fucking video games and how it's the most innovative game ever, is so goddamn boring. Exactly, and that's why I feel like Sony did the best job, because they didn't do that. They were just like, this is what you're going to play on our system. Mm-hmm. And then they gave a date for The Last Guardian, which is also going to disappoint everybody, because um, that game's been in development as long as fucking Duke Nukem, and it's finally going to come out, and 10 years of expectation will not be satisfied. Yeah, probably. Um, but I mean, you know, the JRPG people will like it. I'll probably buy it and play it. Um, they did another, they showed some more Final Fantasy 15 stuff. Um, Square, I think Square Enix is all in on this game. They're advertising it from every angle. They showed it everywhere. They've had a rough go with their last couple of Final yeah. Fantasy games, right? Yeah, I mean, 14 has done really, really well, the MMO. Um, but like 13, 13, 2 didn't review very well. And I think 15 is like their... Well, like the story of Final Fantasy, right? They called it Final Fantasy because if the game didn't do well, then they would have to close the company. And I don't think this is like that, but I feel like there's a similar amount of pressure on this game to, like, we have to do well with this. I mean, they've got Hitman and Tomb Raider and all kinds of other stuff for them, but I think they want Final Fantasy to do well, and it looks like it will. Good. Um, I'm trying to think what other stuff hit at Sony. Uh, that Spider-Man game looked pretty cool. You sent me that. Yeah, I was pretty stoked. Like, they don't show much of it. They show, like, what, 15 seconds, 20 seconds of gameplay? Real short. That costume was so sick, though. Yeah, the, so I've been following some of these <clears throat> costuming the spider-man costume guys and they've already like worked that out and done like a digital version of it and photoshop to make costumes out of it it's funny seeing the different communities for it but it just looks better those mm-hmm. amazing spider-man games were garbage yep and just absolute garbage well and i, think... I didn't play the ones based off the last movies yeah yeah I didn't play movie them. games are never good except for spider-man 2 and it's not that it was good but it was revolutionary revolutionary yeah. and i loved uh was a web of shadows where you switched between red fun. and black? Yeah, but that wasn't oh, based no. on a movie. That was just there was there was, there was an old, Xbox game. There was you Ultimate between you switched between Spider Man and Venom. That's Ultimate Spider Man. That one was super. Fun. That's that Ultimate, was cool, which and was then awesome. There was a newer one. Web of Shadows. Like, you're right. Web of Shadows. You bring in like Wolverine, Luke yep. Cage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's terrible voice acting, but still cool to have everybody. Repetitive, but like a blast. And that those, was a great it, game. And yeah. those are the two air combat. Yeah. And those are the two good Spider Man movie games, and they're not based on a movie. And that's why I think... Ultimate and web. Yeah, and this one is not based on a movie. It's made by fucking Insomniac. Mm-hmm. It's going to be stellar. Like This game has so much going for it that to see it fail would be... <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit, what was that? A firework. Jesus Christ. Was it? Yeah, your neighbors are firing mortars off. Jesus Christ, I felt that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. Fuck me. It looks like it's on its side, too. Hopefully, that's after the... Yeah, hopefully we um, get them. Uh, so now that we're all dead, yeah. Um, so what What'd you think of Attack on Titan? The show? The game they released footage for. I didn't see it. Oh, 
should check it out. I will. I love the anime, so. Yeah. Looks pretty solid. And I know, like, they showed, like, a preview for the new series, and there's, like, new Titans and shit happening, so I didn't see a game for that. I'll check it out. Injustice 2? Not stoked for it. Did you like the first one? It was okay. Okay. So, like, as a superhero game, it's all right, but as a fighting game, it's kind of a pile of shit. Okay. And Injustice 2, like, looks like everything wrong with games put into a fighting game, like microtransactions, gem systems, that kind of stuff. Like, that's one of the reasons Street Fighter X Tekken failed was the gem system and the power-up system, and they're just shoving it into into um, Injustice 2. Last one for you. Rock Studies, Arkham VR. I don't know how they're going to do it. I think it could be cool, but how do you make a fat nerd like me play a Batman VR game and do it eloquently? I don't know. I think like, there's no combat involved. I think it's all detective work. Okay, that might be better. That sounds yeah. cool. They said it was like an hour-long story okay. just solving through forensics and your See, bad intellect. And I, that means I should have paid more attention because one thing that's rough when they're doing trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer, you get 15 trailers in and you start to just kind of glaze. And they showed combat, but I believe those were all cutscenes, and okay. you're actually just doing the forensics. And see that if they do it right, could be really cool. Because okay. that was my biggest concern was like I don't like like my favorite part of Batman game, the new Batman games, is the combat system. Right? Yeah. And there's just no way like my fat ass in my living room with a headset on and wires is going to pull that off. So seeing it as detective mode is way better. And was anything new released since we're on Batman about the Telltale series? Um, man, I feel like they showed some screenshots of it, and there was like a new trailer. Um, and it talks about how like you have to figure like there's, you're playing two sides of the coin, right? Like and Batman and Catwoman are somehow tied into it. Um, the biggest thing from Telltale I noticed was that Walking Dead season three is coming out this fall, and that game was fucking awesome. But I do believe there was some Batman, some Telltale Batman. I should check and see real quick. That's the other problem with uh, E3 is there's so much information. Dude, yeah. you dropped 95 trailers on us in 30 seconds, and I just was like, yeah, I'm not watching any of those. Yeah. <laughs> there's just no way. There's no way to keep up. Um, I watched the the Zelda trailer. Oh, my Yeah, God. I want to talk about that next, but that's... So, PlayStation... I would imagine uh, because Sony owns Spider-Man, the franchise, that's gonna that's an exclusive to PlayStation. It's as far as we know, yeah. Exclusive, I would yep. imagine. Yep, and I'm trying to see if there's anything else like to call out from Sony real quick before we move on. Oh, um, Quantic Dream, the guys that did um, Heavy Rain, they did um, the game with Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page. Yeah, um, um, Beyond Two Souls. Yes. Um, they also did. What was it? They did one other game for PS4. Maybe they didn't. Maybe it's just those two. But anyway, they're doing a new game, um, and it's called Detroit: Become Human. And it's kind of like, somebody is like, oh, so it's like Blade Runner. And I don't think, like, all the androids are there, just like their servants and stuff. But some of the androids start going rogue. So I guess kind of Blade Runner, kind of iRobot. And this android that you're playing as, or that's in in the trailer, is like a criminal investigator android. And he's trying to, like, talk androids off the ledge and stuff. It looks really cool. And, like, the trailer they show is this android's got a girl held hostage. He's killed most of the family. And he's got, like, a nine-year-old girl. He's got a gun to her head. And he's standing on the edge of this rooftop. And you're trying to talk him through it. And depending on, like, what stuff you discovered inside the house and what things you acknowledged, you may or may not have enough knowledge to save the girl or to maybe you'll get shot and die, but the girl will live. Or maybe you'll shoot that guy and he'll die, but the girl will live. Hmm. really interesting yeah it's quantic dream makes fucking awesome games so i'm super stoked that sounds really cool um that's a playstation game 
Yep, that'll be PlayStation exclusive. Um, there was a weird VR game where you play as eagles. That looks stupid as fuck. Um, Let's not talk about it. Hawking for PS4. Uh, it's a PC like mech shooter, and it's a free to play, and it's coming to PS4. Um, oh, Days Gone. This is the last thing I want to talk about on PlayStation. We can move on. So Days Gone looked amazing. It's kind of like it looked a lot like um, The Last of Us, but you're like a biker bounty hunter. And so you're, like, driving around the end of the world with these fucking zombie monsters, like, hunting down bounties for some reason. Hmm. Um, and the thing they showed is you're going to find a guy, and he's, like, in this weird, like, warehousey compound, like, in the middle of a forest. And as you're going for the guy, these zombies start pouring in after you. So he's getting eaten by the zombies, and you like, to fight him, instead of just, like, going badass and killing them all, you're running because there's hordes of them. And you're, like, running around, knocking stuff over, shooting them, blowing, blowing stuff up, trying to climb as high as you can to get away. And then you're like using the bridges to choke, like make a choke point and shooting them all down and trying to clear them out. It looked super fucking cool. That sounds really cool. Um, and I like zombie games, so you know I'm probably gonna play it. So you'll be game. Yeah. So that PlayStation, we're good. Done. It was cool. It was neat. Sounds like they had the the coolest shit to show. I, I think so. At least a plethora of. Yeah, I think Microsoft had like the stuff, like the meta stuff, where it's like this is going to be like if you're in the industry, like tied into it, you're gonna be super excited for it. But like. If you're talking like John Q. Public, dude, I think Sony just ran away with it. But anyway. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things, too. I don't think a lot of John Q. Public watches E3 anymore. Yep. Because the trailers end up, and then it's just you just see the trailer. Yep. Check out this cool game. You don't have to watch all of them because they're instantly up. Yep. You don't have to watch the whole conference. Oh, I forgot to mention. Sorry. Last thing. Norman Reedus is doing a game with Kojima, and they showed the trailer for it. It's called Death Stranding. Hmm. And it's really vague trailer. But naked Norman Reedus wakes up on a beach with a baby that's dying, and then the baby dies, and he looks out on the ocean, and all the animals are dead. So it's why the last man? Yeah. I think what the reason why is they saw his junk and realized they weren't worthy, so they died. <laughs> you think? I think. And then at the last minute, Norman Reedus is going to back out, and the game won't come out? Oh, burn. Burn. Um, the end. So the last thing I want to talk about, and maybe we'll go a little over, maybe we won't, but... Um, so Nintendo didn't present anything, and we nope. talked a little bit about this before, uh, so we don't need to go into all the details of that, but what they did is their Treehouse thing where they they play games for the entirety of E3 and just stream it. Um, yeah. They did Pokemon. It sounded for like way people, too fucking long. Sound like, I don't know, I'm not a Pokemon fan. I didn't watch it, it but... It's Pokemon with some new shit, but like nothing like nothing worth an hour of solid Pokemon streaming. But so we won't new spend, shit, it was cool. We won't spend another second talking about it then. <clears throat> Uh, the big t- release for them was Zelda. Right. And what we know about this new Zelda game is that it's going to be on the Wii U and the new console, which is NX. codenamed NX. Mm-hmm. Um, which comes no out dates. March or spring 2017. The console? They have said it will be out spring of 2017. Okay. So, and but, that makes sense because the they showed a lot of the Zelda game. A ton. Oh, like my God. Like eight so or much. nine hours. Yeah. So, this game is called... Oh, I it's don't like, remember. Legend of Zelda Leaf Princess or some shit? <laughs> Leaf. Like Breath, of... Breath of Nature. Breath of the Wild or something like that? Yeah, Breath like of that. the Wild. Yep, you got it. Thanks, so, Google. everything looks very rustic. I mean, it's Zelda, but everything looks old. Like, the Master Sword's rusty. Yeah. Everything's overgrown. And, the... and they're sticking true to the art style. Like, they're doing that same, like, cel-shaded style anime. Yeah. Kind of like the like, Skyward Sword mm-hmm. head. Yep, and like... I kind of dig that cell shading look. Mm-hmm. I think for Zelda, it's perfect. It is. It fits yeah. that world. And with, so with this one, um, it was just... Uh, they kept talking about how big it was going to be. It's like, okay, sure. But then watching people play, like, it is fucking massive. It's huge. And like the temple challenges... 
yeah. like the hundred something challenge temples where you just go through and solve these fucking temples for items and money and it looks all like for the first time in a long time, I looked at a Zelda and said, I could actually go back and keep playing this because that's something yeah. Zelda's lacked since even, I mean, I remember like riding around in Ocarina of Time, right? Trying to catch all the pose and get the big Goron sword and do that stuff. And it was like riding across the world on the horse was awesome. I loved it, but there was never really a good reason to do so. Right. Well, and I think too, with it was, I like Zelda games, but they're very like walled off in that like mm-hmm. A, B, C, D. You don't even, have your hook shot. You can't do D yet. So go do A, B, C. Yeah. And even in like the DS game where they made it nonlinear, it was still like you can go in any order you want, but you have to rent or buy this shit to go here. And I, I like that, but it was still, it was just the same. Still a walled garden. Type it was idea. still the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With this, it's very much like there's this huge mountain or there's that pillar. You want to go climb it, head on over, you know? And I, I liked, like you have had before in the past where tunics were changed, but it seemed like your, your gear mattered more. Right. Like you could pick up any enemy's weapon and use it, but it's going to break. And, and it seemed like, and I feel like they're taking a lot of like the stuff from maybe say like Skyrim mm-hmm. and integrating that into Zelda, which that could be the thing that makes this a unique, new, and fun title. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. the name doesn't really matter, right? It's the mechanics and the characters and the gameplay that really pull you in. And so hopefully, like, again, I was really excited for this. Well, there were some little cool features, like just little design things. <clears throat> and I don't, we don't have to go too crazy into it, but like the bombs, there's two versions of the bombs. You have the circle or the square. So if you're solving a puzzle where you don't want your bomb to slide, just little things like that. Or, yep. you know, like the if you have the wolf amiibo from the the twilight princess a wolf companion shows up and will pal around with you for a while and go attack people just little things like that those little touches i dug see the other thing is i hate those amiibos because oh you don't get this unless you bought this fuck you well yeah. you still get the content but it's not like right then yeah uh, um, the first thing i noticed watching the trailer is the horse animations when the horse is running it looks like it's actually running and like the hair movement because it's like this big norwegian fjord type horse and like that actually looks like well animated and the movements look not like, like Ocarina of Time where it's like... It looks like how a horse should run. Yeah. And Which, then, I thought that was cool too. They showed in... I don't know if it was the trailer or the gameplay sneaking up on a horse to try to like jump on it and tame it. Yeah, I... Again, super excited. And it, it was a little weird to like not have the hour-long Nintendo Power... Not Nintendo Power. Uh, what do they Nintendo call Direct where they... I dig those. They're awesome. And it's just like usually they do an E3 one. And it was really weird to realize that I hadn't logged in on time and log in and they're just playing a game. I and thought talking I missed about it. it. Yeah, and it's like, oh no, they're just playing these games and doing their thing. And it was cool. And I think Zelda's going to be really awesome. But I, I have to say, like, I am really, really looking forward to see what the NX, what they're going to announce with the NX at fall at either Tokyo Game Show or just their own Nintendo Direct or where they do it. I They're going to have to soon if it's coming out in spring. Yeah, they said they're going to announce it this fall. They said they will not give any more details till fall. And so I assume they're going to do kind of what, you know, Bethesda did, right? They'll announce it in the fall, give a surprise point, start pre-orders, and it'll hit in spring. It's weird because doesn't, like, every console I can remember is a holiday console. You know, usually, but Nintendo and handhelds generally hit in the spring. And this is supposedly a handheld Nick, hybrid, like hybrid thing. thing yeah and like because all the handhelds i've ever bought i like it's funny because i go look at my warranties on them and it's like i bought them in march and april all of my ds's i've generally bought in like march and april my ps vita i bought in march or april like it's they release handhelds in the spring so i think maybe they're trying to shake it up and do it differently and i think releasing this not with all the noise of the holidays is a great idea because then they have eight months or something to ramp up production 
for a killer holiday season and to get software out for the platform. Yeah. Well, not to mention like there's nothing else that's going to really be dropping in spring. So as yeah. everybody's kind of finished up their holiday backlog, then you've got this 100-hour fucking Zelda game. And, and a new console to fucking boot, yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention that I thought, <clears throat> just some different perspective I've gotten, because I'm a Nintendo fan, mm-hmm. and while the Wii U has been a failure in a lot of ways, and it's been shitty in some ways, like the, they've had good games like Mario Maker. Right. But outside of the gaming market, I think because that hurt their stock, it's caused them to to venture out. Which has been really cool as a fan. Like you've got iOS apps that they've yep. done, and they've the next one they're gonna do. They said will be just fucking awesome. Which is that like a Pokemon? Because the Pokemon one's the one that's like in beta right now. Yeah, right? Pokemon Go is in beta. Um, some of our bots are on it. I am not one of them, and I'm mm-hmm. sad. But uh, Pokemon Go is in beta. It's supposed to come out this summer, so we're almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're gonna do another one. They said that will be like similar to Miitomo, but much more competitive and have a lot more like interactive stuff and less just wandering around in your Miitomo underwear. Is dumb. It's really fun for like an hour. Yeah. Unless you're a kid and you probably play it forever. Yeah. But one of the other things that I noticed, and this is just kind of me as a guy that collects goofy little toys and shit, is that their licensing is huge now. And I'm sure that they had to present themselves as more marketable to the the board and say, all right, the Wii U's failing. What can we do to make money now? Right. Right now in Target, you have toys of all the Mario characters from yep. like Tanuki Mario to Princess Peach. And not to mention just all the little random things. I I feel like because the Wii U flopped in a lot of ways is how we're getting more of like the the breadth of cool things from Nintendo. Yeah, agreed. And I, you know, and there's things that the Wii U did do well, like I, the fact that you could just play the game on your tablet and do other shit with your TV. Like that was actually huge, and I feel like that will power the NX in some amazing way. And I I really hope it's some kind of like DS hybrid where I feel like it's going to be a two parter. Yeah, I feel like, like you're gonna have a console with like a pro controller, and then if you buy the handheld, you can use that as a controller and play the game elsewhere. Yeah, and and, and I'm fine with that because that's what I'm doing with Sony. That's what I do with Nintendo anyway, usually, right? So mm-hmm. I I would be on board to probably buy both things, especially if backwards compatibility goes all the way back. Well, fuck, I know we talk about, it, but this Microsoft thing, like just I buy Mario Brothers once. Let me play it once, and I'll play it on everything. Yeah, they they need to move to that model too. Really I mean. Do. It's it's silly. Like I'm not buying Castlevania or Final Fantasy another goddamn time. Like I'm just not. No. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about E3. There was a lot of cool shit. I appreciate you slowing down your list because I know you had a lot you wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, and it's impossible for one person to cover all of it. You can go to our site, and there's a ton of fucking trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Randall's been killing it. Yeah, dude, that dude did all my work for me. So thank you, Randall. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Um, yeah, E3 was cool this year. I I don't know if it was as like hype as last year, but it was pretty up there. Um, and I'm interested to see where everything shakes out when it actually, if it actually comes out. Yeah, because I, I, you know, this fall I'll be buying an Xbox. Might be buying a PlayStation. When does that Spider-Man game come out? Uh they didn't give a date. They just showed. Uh, they I just showed I'll... a teaser. You've got till probably late next year. Fuck it, then I'm fine. Yeah, you're good. All right, dudes. Well, thanks for hanging around and talking E3. And John, thanks for listening to us talk to me about E3. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> John's just over here in Puppy Land. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at bigshinyrobot, hashtag bigshinypodcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Copy Alt Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots. 